So if you're the type of guy, like fucking you, who fucking, oh no, man, when I was young, like this shit is better, that shit is better. No, your childhood is a lie. And to everyone else, all I can say is don't be that guy. Because that guy sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the host of Don't Be That Guy. He is the big man, the wolf hand, the mad genius behind unsafe space, the headliner, the main event, the greatest comedian on God's green earth, and a paragon of humility, Rene Cruz Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Don't Be That Guy with me. Rene Cruz Jr. I am um, uh, happy to welcome you all to the show. Of course, the show is produced by Ishmael Virai, who, and I just noticed this now, goes by the handle of uh, that audio podcast guy. Wait, let me just <laughs> I barely do any fucking research. And I didn't you know, even know that just like to give everyone like context i'm recording this like four or five days after the first episode just got you know went online it went up a few days ago so to give you like an idea of how advanced uh, the recording of these episodes are this is the first episode i'm doing wherein i already know that the show is out there it's online and I've been receiving a lot of really, really good feedback. I am genuinely surprised. But first off, I'd like to thank once again Ishi Verai for producing this and, you know, essentially convincing me to do this. It's, this is unexpectedly fun. I'm having such a good time. I'm very positive uh, <laughs> considering the concept of the show. The basic premise of the show has like it requires me to be super pissed, but I'm really, really, I don't know. I'm really I'm having a really good time doing this and. I just noticed that like when he uploaded the episode, the art or the promo pic or whatever it was, he changed it a little. He removed his name and he added the, his, uh, I don't know, stage name or company name. I, I don't know. So here I was like recording, like I've recorded a bunch of episodes already and I kept mentioning him by name and not even like I kept on neglecting to mention that very important detail, which is, yeah, uh, this show is produced by that podcast audio guy so it's at that podcast audio guy so that's ishivirai he's he produces this he makes this look or sound good and uh i'm just a guy with the voice and the fucking rants complaining so yeah thanks ish again i'd like to thank joseph montesilio for the very very awesome intro for the show uh I'm really like making up for it because again, I recorded the first episode, which is already up. Uh, I recorded the first episode before I received the intro. And uh, so again, thanks. I know it's the same intro like every episode, but it, it just keeps like the more I listen to it, the better it fucking sounds. So thank you for that. Good job, Joseph. Uh, Beverly Bernas designed the uh, promotional uh, art, the photos. Um, the actual photo though was taken by my good friend, Pime Borromeo of Pime Borromeo Photography. So, yeah, man, the, the team, it's um, there's a team and uh, they don't know that they're working with each other. So I love it. Um, so, again, like I mentioned, um, this is going to be 
look, uh, to give everyone a heads up, this is going to be a nostalgia episode. It's because uh, again, it, the first episode has gone up, and I received a lot of messages from a lot of people, mostly people I know, and it's been generally like positive. I'm I'm not saying like there aren't any negative reactions out there. I'm just I guess I'm thankful that no one fucking thought of messaging me about the their negative view like i don't like your show like fuck you probably because i would react that way <laughs> so so i i got a lot of uh, uh messages about the show congratulating me and shit like that and uh one of the coolest responses i got was from uh, one of my oldest friends carlo bono and all the way from uh, calgary alberta canada he's uh he's there he listened to the thing and remember how I, I kept on insisting, like, I don't want to call this a podcast. Like, even on the promo still, it's, uh, I don't, yeah, I, again, I don't want to uh, refer to it as a podcast. And uh, Carlo was like, hey, you know what, this kind of sounds like an audio blog. So, then it's fucking perfect. It is the perfect term. So, this is an audio blog. Because, you know, like, it's me every week, ranting, complaining. Not just, you know, for the sake of complaining, but I guess... It is for the sake of complaining. I don't know. I don't, I don't have a higher purpose for doing this aside from, you know, helping my friends out and having a good time doing it. So, yes, this is Don't Be That Guy. It's an audio blog. So if you're not aware, if this is your first time listening, this is just me, Rene Cruz Jr., stand-up comedian, founder of Unsafe Space. Uh, this is just me talking about behaviors and attitudes that I don't really like and uh, hopefully people won't emulate. But yeah, let's get nostalgic, man. Like it's, uh, I, I had a a good series of days. I took a little uh, break from everything, and I went, you know, I went to the hometown, met up with a few old friends, messaged a few really important people uh, in my life, and uh, I'm filled with nostalgia. Cause again, like I mentioned, Carlo who messaged, and he's. Uh, He's one, like, literally one of my oldest friends. Like, not just, like, of duration. Like, of course, like, literally old. Like, the dude's 40 or turning 40 this year. So, he's in Canada, but we essentially grew up together, like, high school and stuff. And so, um, I want to do something a little different. So, Carlo, uh, I want to talk about Carlo for a bit. Um, and it's this um, reverse of the show's uh, premise. Uh I'm going to explain to you guys why you should be that guy. Uh, that guy being my good friend, Carlo. Because I remember, like, uh, again, uh, this dude has been my friend since uh, 1996. 1996. Let's say 1996. And, like, you know, we, we all of my friends are fucking... I don't think I have new friends. I haven't made a new friend in a long time. It's... Like, the newest friend I have is, like, someone who I met six years ago. So, that's uh, so that's the bare minimum for my friendship. Now, the, the, the shortest amount of time. The most recent additions to my uh, social circle I met, like, six years ago. But five or six years ago, I mean. But, yeah, so, uh, Carlo, like, we, we essentially, like, you know, small town, fucking Catholic school. And, you know, we still hung out together, like, after high school. Like, it's a regular thing. Every weekend, uh, I'd be with my boys from the old, you know, neighborhood and shit. And uh, I remember, and I distinctly remember this, because uh, he was, uh, 
he was a cool cat, you know. Like, he's very chill, but he does have his like little anger issues, like most people who grew up in my hometown. I mean, I'm from Cavite, proudly from Cavite. Like people like uh, me and uh, the rest of the people there, like you know, we were known for you know anger, or at least the tendency to be angry and be very vocal about it. At, at the very least, be vocal about it. But I did. Uh, I remember back in like mid. 2000s, I believe it was 2005 or 2006. I remember, like, I introduced a girl to him, to this friend of mine, to Carlo, and he was, uh, you know, he, he dug her and he wanted to take her out on a date. It's, uh, you know, like, we were young, like, fucking, we were, you know, early 20s, and Carlo has always been like a, a gentleman. Because I'm, I'm a shitty date. If you date me, I'd bring you to some fucking fast food place and. I don't know, or like we, fuck, not at the fast food place because that would makes no sense. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not that guy, you know. Like I'm not like a super romantic. But my friend Carlo, he is uh, he's kind of old fashioned um, in, in like the classy, uh, interesting way. Uh, so what he did, like again, he wanted to kiss. Uh, he and this girl was uh, they were already like you know they were in that courtship phase i think at the time and uh, he wanted to take her somewhere special you know like the whole fancy dinner uh, shit like that you know look and express his intentions in the classiest way possible so what he did was um and he was nervous because he doesn't have that uh, he, he doesn't have a lot of experience at the time with things like that i don't think he has a lot of experience with that now but like back then it was fucking worse so what he did was like he there was this restaurant that he wanted to try so he invites your boy yeah he invites yours truly to a rehearsal date you know like he uh fucking brought me there was a really nice restaurant that was by the sea so you could actually watch the sunset it's in manila it's near uh kirino grandstand it's actually the right behind it uh, it's one of those like Filipino places like you have great seafood and you know I don't eat seafood but they have pork anyways and shit like that so and um, we had that dinner a week before they were supposedly going to go to the same place because remember at the time like this was like mid 2000s people like uh, me and him we, we weren't like internet savvy and shit like that so we didn't do reviews we couldn't check reviews like he just heard of this place like because uh, he works in the restaurant industry and you just heard of the place and he wanted to try it out and then he brings me like we were there like fucking golden hour man like when it's perfect it was for dinner it was a weeknight so um a weekday evening i mean so like there were very few people so it was almost just him and me and we're staring at the fucking sunset as they served uh, a bunch of dishes so we we tried out a bunch of stuff just you know the stuff that the girl would most likely order so we had ordered you know like a, a main course a couple of main courses appetizers shit like that uh dessert you know the works and obviously like he paid for all of this because <laughs> it was his you know practice date and it was so fucking perfect and i'm known for like legendary bromances both in and out of comedy i'm i'm that guy with the uh you know i'm usually seen with a bro you know so we we're doing that and you know it's the sunset the sky was perfect and i gotta admit man like if he made a move i would have fucked him 
I would have fucked them hard. But, you know, like it was even at the time, it was very refreshing to see someone take something like a date so seriously that he was willing to, you know, go on that date essentially twice. Uh, I don't know what happened, the actual date. But again, like our date, fucking memorable. So, guys, uh, to all those people listening to this, I know none of you listen for, you know, relationship advice, but here's one. When it comes to dating, be that guy. Be Cardo Bonoan. So fucking nice work, Cardo. He's in Canada now. So if we have any Canadian friends, Canadian ladies or ladies in Canada, I mean, and you're single, hit him up. He's, he's right there. Calgary. Fucking playing NBA in his fucking living room, I, I guess. I'm assuming. I don't know. So that was a, a nice memory. Just I just wanted to uh, talk about be that guy. Be that guy, my friend. But let's go back to the fucking the reason why you're here. The reason why I'm here. Let's go back to the fucking assholes in the world. Um, I mentioned like Carlo and I, like we went to the same high school, a uh, small town Catholic school. But I met him in high school because he was one of the many new students that just started there. Uh, when they became high school freshmen. However, the school is uh, one of those schools that offers like everything from uh, kindergarten. And I am one of those people who went there from kindergarten up to high school. And there were a bunch of us, the, you know, like the original fucking uh, students from that school. And you, you get to grow up in a very close knit community when you have a setup like that like i keep telling people like uh it's one of the biggest reasons why i never had a girlfriend in high school the other being you know like i'm fucking ugly but you know like i grew up there like all the the girls there like i i grew up with like i literally saw them running around with snot dripping from their nose so yeah man like it was a fun place to grow up in but i do remember there's this fucking asshole we were, I believe, grade two, grade two or grade three, around that. Like, I, I was about around eight. And, you know, I was a fucking child at the time. And the reason why I'm confused before between grade two and grade three is because, like, those were the years during grade school when I was actually in the, the smart class. You know, I was in the top class where all the smart kids uh, were grouped in because I, I fucking gave a fuck at the time. Uh, <laughs> So I was there. Again, fucking keep in mind, I'm eight. All of us were like eight or nine. I'm, I'm younger than my classmates uh, by a year. I don't know why. Like, I, I was told I like, studied a year earlier than I should, which gave me like a stellar excuse to remain immature. But yeah, again, eight years old and I was in the smart class and I remember like I had, I, I don't remember who it was, but I think it was one of my relatives. And I was into the usual shit that kids from my generation were into. Like, you know, like I was into action figures, the, you know, the usual stuff, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, the fucking turtles. That was my uh, thing. And uh, I, I, I don't ex exactly remember the details, but I know someone promised me to get this toy that I really wanted. Uh, I believe it was, uh, it was a Mako action figure from thunder sharks or tiger sharks i'm sorry fucking thunder sharks i should turn in my nerd card right now mako from tiger shark so i was so excited like i it was uh, there was a calendar in the classroom and i was like all right i was marking the day like the, the problem was like they, they would get me the toy 
if I was still in the top 10 of the class. And I was like the announcements were, you know, I was still on that list and I was, uh, you know, excited. And I was like looking at the calendar and like, I, I and this guy, not my friend, but my classmate was just there standing beside me. And then I was looking through the date and the calendar just to, cause, it, cause you're a kid. Cause when you're a kid, you don't like fucking have a clear concept of time yet. So I was just counting the days. Like I, I wanted to check how long it was before I received my Mako action figure. And I was like excited. And like the dude who was standing beside me asked like, well, what are you doing? Well, what are you? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm cause I, uh, worked hard. I studied hard, uh, this quarter. So on this day, because I studied hard, I'm going to get an action figure. And that's why I studied hard because I'm going to get that action figure. And was so happy. And I told him this. And he was like, oh, that's nice. Because me, I study for my future. Like, what's the actual fuck, man? Like, fucking, really? Like, you're a cunt at eight years old? Like, I didn't know that was fucking possible. Like, and he had that fucking look on his face, that very punchable, uh, look, I study for my future. Like, fucking, I'm better than you. I know where I'm going. My life is not some directionless fucking ship that's uh, going to sink. Like, fucking eat dicks, man. Like, when we're eight. Why are you such an asshole at an early age? You virtue signaling fuckface. Like, and no, I, and I didn't tell him this well, because one, I was eight. I didn't know what these words meant. And this was 1990, a year wherein, you know, people didn't have labels for behavior like that. Like we didn't know what virtue signaling was because, you know, fucking snowflakes didn't exist yet. And there was no need to invent terms for when you run out of facts to defend your stance with. So yeah, so Mr. Virtue signaling fuckface is like, oh, I study for my future. Fuck you, fuck your future. Fuck your kids in the future. I, I hope you're dead. I really do. I don't know if you're listening. I hope I, I don't even remember or I don't know if you remember that moment, but I never fucking forgot. I'm not going to say your name. I'm not going to tell you, but I hope you're dead. I'm kidding. It's uh, I'm mostly kidding. Like, I'm not saying I want you to die. But if I found out, like if I go on Facebook right now after recording this, if I go on Facebook and I check our like, you know, class pages and shit like that, and I find out that you're dead. I'm not going to be sad about it. Like, if I'm being totally honest, I'm not going to be sad about it. I'm probably going to fucking, you know, like, I'm not going to throw a party, but I would definitely, like, treat myself to a nice lunch. Fucking study for my future. Fucking enjoy life. Unclench. You're eight years old. You have all the time in the world to be an asshole for the rest of your life. Let me have my moment. Let me be happy. You fucking asshole. I'm 39 now. I've been carrying that for 31 years. And it feels so good to let this out. So to everyone listening, do not be that guy. Like after all 12 episodes, if you've listened to all 12 episodes of this series and you only take one thing out of this fucking uh, experience... It's just don't be that specific guy. I know in the first episode, I told everyone I won't be talking about specific people. Yeah, let's fucking make an exception today. Don't be that guy. Because if I see that guy again, I'm going to fucking take 
I have a very impressive collection of action figures. I'm going to take each one and shove it up his like tight little asshole. God, don't be that guy. <sighs> Again, therapeutic. This fucking show is. Um, so yeah, look. But like I said, I had a, I had a nice, good, you know, string of days. Uh, yeah, man, nostalgia is like a, a big fucking deal now. Um, if you look at like pop culture, like I don't know if it's uh, it's because all of the current creators came from my generation. So a lot of the shit that's been rehashed over the past five or ten years have been shit I grew up with, like from movies uh, about like old TV shows and like the fucking comic book movies. They're all about like the characters, the heroes, the, the you know, that, that came into prominence when I was a kid. So uh, it's a really good time for, you know, uh, what I don't like is there are a lot of individuals out there that the fucking hate on the new stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of the new stuff either, but I don't fucking hate it because, again, I have the option not to watch. It's fine. I'm not one of those dipshits that expect the world to cater to my specific personal tastes. But there's always these people like, you know, like music is the best fucking example. They were always like the music from our generation was better. The music from our generation was the best. The music is blah, 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 blah. No, it's not true. That's not accurate. What you're saying is not a good representation of your generation. Your generation probably has shitty music. I don't care what generation you're in. I don't care if you consider yourself a boomer, a millennial, a Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen fuck you. It's a no. There's no way your shit is the greatest ever. Why? Because it's a statistical impossibility it's very subjective like it's fine it's great for you but i'm not gonna fucking walk around telling people that my generation has the best music especially since my generation came out with the macarena so that's not fucking true i don't say shit i can't back up the movies from your generation the music from your generation they're not the best they're just best designed for you because it's called market research they study the audience they know what's popular what's going to work with this audience so they make products to fucking cater to that audience you so don't fucking walk around telling people that you don't like the current shit you don't like the current music you fucking don't like sonic the hedgehog it's very specific you know like you are not again you are no longer in the demographic that people want to please. And you should make peace with that. You should make peace with the fact that your time is up. You should make peace with the fact that the shit you jammed to when you were in high school with your idiot friends is fucking shit. Like, it's not as good. Like, if we play it now, it's just going to sound like a fucking bitter old man singing about something so dated and no one can relate to it and it's just fucking trash your music your generation your forms of entertainment most likely garbage and it's fine because my generation actually had a band called garbage and they're really good i'm not they're not the best i'm not gonna say they're the best but it's it's really like fucking i like their songs pretty awesome
So if you're the type of guy like fucking you who fucking oh no my when I was young like this shit is better that shit is better uh, no your childhood is a lie and to everyone else all I can say is don't be that guy because that guy sucks that guy is the type of guy that never gets invited to parties anymore don't be that guy and uh, with that thank you for like joining me on this little trip down memory lane. <laughs> Our time is up. Thank you again, like to all to everyone that's been sending really, really good feedback. Thanks. I'm glad you guys like the thing. I really wasn't expecting people to be entertained by this. Because uh, a lot of times, uh, this shit I talk about like very self indulgent, and I'm pretty sure they're repetitive at times. But yeah, man, like I'm glad that you guys like it. Uh, again, just you know, we are only doing this for 12 episodes. Uh, is she the producer? Is only locked down for 12 episodes. He might start charging me <laughs> if if we go beyond that. But if you guys do want this to continue, just let us know. Just give us that feedback. So, you know. And yeah, man, like give him a shout out because he's been doing a great job. I I the guy I don't listen to myself, but I got to listen to the trailer and uh some of the uh, some parts of the episode that's already out and like fuck I know I don't sound that good. So, you know, he makes me sound intelligent and shit like that. So thank you for your hard work ish uh and to all our listeners thank you for listening you guys are uh you guys are the best and um yeah man fucking a thank you for uh allowing this to happen for giving your time precious time and you, you devoted to listening to me and uh that that like in some fucked up weird way that makes me feel really really happy so thank you this has been Don't Be That Guy with Rene Cruz Jr. Uh, thank you and good night.